0: I support you in your journey. <laughs> Not... <laughs> just, you, look, you look great, gal. Uh, I um, are. Leopard print.
1: Um, Another pink eye. Raw. Raw. Oh. Wait, did you say you've like, got pink eye? No, I've just put more pink eyeshadow on my eyes. It... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Try babe, it. if you don't, don't know be... how. God, don't you be trying it with me today, <laughs> Not to say mama. She's like, have you got any time?" Huh? Mm-hmm. I see what I you're see. trying I to God, I blocked you.
0: I'm shady, I'm shady, that's who I am. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of no genders, guys, gals and non-binary pals, welcome to Driving You Homo, the radio show, podcast, YouTube extravaganza, where we delve into everything within the queer sphere that you need to hear. So, let's get started. As always, I'm Wayne Carter, cabaret, burlesque, comedian, radio presenter, and all-round drag shambles, and I'm joined in the virtual studios by the biggest drag shambles I know, it's Vivian Bam Bam! Hey, Dolph.
1: Hi!
0: (laughs) How are you, beautiful?
1: I'm good, gorgeous, how are you? I love that introduction, oh thank my you so much.
0: Well, I, I couldn't think of anything better to say because I barely, I barely even know you. Who are you, Vivian? Tell me your life story. I mean, I don't even know who I am most days. I so. mean, that's, that's the team. So, uh, for, for the upwards of three Uber drivers that are listening, Viv and I, um, we, we're quite close. We've, uh, we've formed a friendship. Uh, Viv, can you remember how we met? the first time
1: we met was it the gold rush
0: i believe it may have been
1: and and i remember you came up and like started speaking to me and you were like can i give you some critique and i was like queen (laughs) just just just, i remember i can't remember what you said but it was just so sassy. i was like I need to be friends with this person
0: yeah. right now. Well, I mean that doesn't sound like something I would do. That sounds like I, I I'd be like, Oh, go up to a person and just be like, Oh, and by the way, these are all the things that you have wrong with you. Um, and I did that last night as well. I like so um before filming this, um you oh, I don't wanna say this, but you're quite blessed in that you have a residency, you have a drag brunch. I know. Oh. So we'll we'll talk about that in a bit in a in a couple of minutes. But like, um I I went to your drag brunch yesterday for a good Kiki and I was watching the performers and then after the gig I was like, Oh hey performers I've never met before. I'm gonna spill the tea on what I think of your performances, whether I like them or not and they were like they were receptive to my critiques. But then I think to myself, Okay, this is the question that I have to pose to you as a drag performer, uh, as a drag artist, as a drag creature, um, what are your feelings on getting these critiques from humans? So like from me, when we first met, were you for it? Were you against it? Because I, and we're friends now. So like you can say, however you want to feel um, for or against, what are you, what are you, what are your feelings?
1: I on? am totally again and not against. I. Th- <laughs> that was a freundian slip
0: <laughs> we all have a nice uh, slip
1: I'm totally for someone critiquing you but like not just you know like I remember you saying it but then being like I think you should like not whatever it is saying I think you should do this but I would uh, let's say for makeup example mm-hmm. I've had people say to me your makeup's terrible but I mean you should try it this way. And I'm like, okay, well, at least you're being helpful. I'm so receptive to to critique, like critique. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important because none of us are perfect. And there's, I think, in general, collective kind of energy and just helping each other build each other up is a good way. And it's mm-hmm. it's in a safe space. In the right in the right setting, yeah. Like, so a, a drag show. If you've seen something that you were like, I know you could do this better. I've just watched you, but here's what I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's really beneficial, and I think everyone should be open. Hey, it might not work. You might say something to me, and it might be the complete opposite. But if you don't try it, then how are you going to know that it's not going to work? Because mm-hmm. I've had people say things to me before, especially with makeup, because makeup isn't my thing. Hello, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. hello. Um, But I've always just, I I guess also, I'm just someone who asks. So I think people can feel there's a a conversation that we can have that's not awkward. I'm like, if (laughs) I've asked, then they kind of can feel it. I want people to feel that they can tell me. For me, it's not a big deal.
0: Well, so I agree and I disagree in in small elements. And here's here's the journey we're on. And I think you might go on a similar journey to me. Mm. If you, Vivian Bam Bam, drag superstar with multiple residencies, a way of life, a way of being... Uh, a friend within my circle, um, if you came up to me and was like, hey, do- hey, babe, I like this, but what if you did this? I would go, all right, thanks. I appreciate, I validate, I respect you. If mm. Gary, who has a full-time job as an investment banker, comes up to me and is like, hey, babe, I want to tell you about your makeup skills, i would be like, I'm sorry, who are you and why are you up on my face? No, nah. thank you. I, I, I appreciate fellow performers i yes. appreciate it. and i think there is that situation where that sort of batting up or like um punching up so like if i went up to so for example if i went up to let's say who's someone who's really successful in their life currently um uh let's go a drag race performer uh, bianca del rio so if I went up to Bianca Del Rio, I was like, Oh honey, I've been doing comedy I've been doing comedy for years. I could tell you a thing or two. If I went up to her, I think I'd be punching up and she's not gonna listen to me. But if I was someone on sort of Same my level, level yeah. it's you know, let's you know, be re- I think it's be respectful and recognize the person who you're talking to. I think that's the yeah. I think that's the T. Um So yeah, so um I think sometimes people can actually say things that you
1: wouldn't even like, you know, someone who knows Gary, Gary, the banker might have some really good info that you didn't know. Maybe they,
0: maybe they do. And maybe they should keep that info to themselves because I don't want to hear it because I do not want to hear it. I mean, I will, I will listen to you. I will listen to any performer. And, but like you said, I think it's important to take the critique or take the Lego. Okay. I see where you're coming from i respect your opinion maybe take it on board if you agree with it or go you know what this is not for me this is my journey over here and you can get to stepping but like you can internalize that you don't need to be like yeah i think
1: just oh maybe necessarily it's, i guess it's
0: because it's how you deliver the line darling well this is tea <laughs> this is the tea so um i uh now i 've known you for upwards of minutes now, and i, I, I as a foreigner um, i was I was born in Australia um, uh, I am one of those horrible nasty creatures, but I also detect an accent now, I have been talking to multiple people from on running and You homo from uh, different parts of the u k and Europe, yeah. and I detect a slight Irish accent. Am I right? Uh, Kind of, but no. (laughs) Whereabouts are you from, doll? Scotland. Hi. I I don't know how I've managed this. I've done a trifecta with um, Scotland. I had Stephen McHale last week. I had Alice Rabbit the week before, and now I've got Vivian Bam Bam. It's like, it's like a trilogy of beauty. That's what it is. Um, so uh, let's talk about Scotland for a second because I think I I I feel a strong connection to Scotland. I don't know why this is. I I think of the gilts. I like wearing a nice flowy a flowy number. Um, oh, no, that or just, like, the inherent alcoholism that was there. Um I, I think that was, I was like, oh, yes, you have issues with the drink. So do I. Let's be friends. Um, but so how was it like, uh, my assumption is that you were born and raised in Scotland. And at some point, yeah. because you, you're based in London, uh you, yeah. you, you moved down at some point. What was the journey for you to move from wherever you were based in Scotland? What was the journey like? For you to move from Scotland to London, why did you do it, and was it an easy transition?
1: Um, so I moved to London when I was the tender age of sixteen. Because I'm only twenty-one now, right? I can't
0: even. I can't even. Carry on. Carry on. I support you in your journey. So I
1: actually moved to London because I went to a dance school in London. Oh, I studied three years. Yes, yeah, I have a degree. I know, hard to believe. <laughs> but I do. Um, was the transition easy? Yes, yeah, because I wanted to get the hell out of there real quick. I think everyone can relate to that story. You live in a small town. You're the misfit. You know you're the misfit. And you're like, right, okay, let me just work this till I can get the hell out of here and yeah. go to where I live. I'm going
0: to I'm meant to be yeah find your find your tribe exactly yeah
1: um the transition for me was a case of I was like okay I'm
0: done I need to get out of here real quick Bye. Mm -hmm. Bye. uh you said so you said you were you said you went to do training um and you've got a degree in did you say dance yeah classical ballet contemporary dance get it is that why your legs are so offensively long Yes. Yeah. You have legs for days. You have legs. I, <laughs> I mean, do you know how to use them? No, of course you don't. You look like a giraffe. But they're there. They're there, girl. So <laughs> I forget. I'm. I'm forgetting that we're on like radio right now, and I have to be a little bit more <laughs> professional. I was like, I'm just. I'm just. This is a kiki between two friends now. I'm just being like, oh I no. I should be more respectful. Right. You're a guest, and I welcome you, and I thank you for coming, regardless. <laughs>
1: like, chill anyway, we just have
0: this, this ridiculous thing. Well, and so, and, <laughs> but, and see so that's the thing, so last, uh, last night I was quite lucky enough to be able to, uh, reserve some seating at a very exclusive drag brunch, um, based in, uh, is it based, I got, I went to, it was Seven Sisters, and then yes. I went to, is it, is it in Tot- Tottenham or Tottenham Hale? How do, how do we... I say it's close to Tottenham Hill, but mm. it's like
1: It's like five minute walk from
0: Seven Sisters.
1: I say between five to ten minute walk from Seven Sisters Station. Yeah, depending on your pace.
0: So, um, so what's going on? Yeah. What's what's the vibe? Tell us what. Tell us the journey there. You've got the, this. Is the real tea? So I, yeah. um,
1: my, I would say she's my drag mother. She was the kind of. The influence of most of my drag. She lives in Tottenham. Right. This area. And I am always there. And I was literally walking past this bar and I kind of was like wanting to do a brunch for a while and just never like found anywhere. And mm-hmm. literally walked past the venue that we're at, which is the post bar,
0: which is beautiful.
1: Ah, oh, stunning. I and I, I just did my usual thing, you know, you walk in, I sat down, had a drink, then kind of just walked around, had a look around the space and was like, you know, when you're sitting there and you're going, I can see this. When
0: like, you I know, see- you know, when you know, you know. Yeah.
1: There was just something about that space. And I was like, no, we, I need to move quick. Cause someone else is, I know someone's chasing behind me about doing the same mm-hmm. thing. So I left the, I like, went up to the bar. I was like, oh, is the manager here? And he was like, oh no, no, no. Let's like, just drop them a message. Literally. That night, I went home, emailed them, wrote this pitch being like, blah, 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 I want to have the brunch. I'm like that. It was like the perfect relationship. They were yeah. like, yeah, when do you want to start? And I was like, oh, ah, what? <laughs> it's honestly, it was just, and like working in that space, if, you, if you're in the area of London, you to just go down to it, and just get the vibe. It's just got such a vibe, like you can't describe it. It has a vibe. Mm-hmm. And then to bring drag into this like, not necessarily necessarily like a a gay space or like mm. a queer space. It's just nice to fuse it because I'm we're all a bit of a misfit, and when you kind of just drop it into a location that you just wouldn't think to put it, it's like oh oh this really works. Yeah, and this map there are just so amazing and just so accommodating. It's just it's just a fun little Sunday brunch. Mm-hmm.
0: Who doesn't like that? well? And uh, I when as soon as cuz i went in there yesterday for your drag brunch which was absolutely nah. amazing the food there is phenomenal so like let's oh. just put that out there argentin oh. argentinian food i can't even oh, God, i had i them. had multiple churros i can't it's a whole lot ah. but like God, i i had I, ha- I had chorizos and churros and ah. i was i was ch 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 happy i was on. i was cheering ch- along but like i um it reminded me of so like i had my residency before covid at the nelson pub which is in like hoxton haggiston area i was doing a quiz up there and uh, i think you can find outside of the queer spaces so places like the glory and two brewers and halfway to heaven and the eagle and rvt these are very predominant like very standard uh safe queer spaces where we can go and feel yeah. like outwardly queer and be our authentic selves but then you go to places like for example the nelson's or post bar um, and instantly as i walked in i didn't feel like i knew it wasn't a queer bar or a gay bar but i knew i could be unapologetically myself i didn't like as soon as i walked in i knew that like this these people were like like a family almost do you feel like absolutely absolutely
1: and that's just testament to the staff. They're just mm-hmm. so welcome, even from the minute you come in the door. You don't, as you say, you don't feel unwelcome. It's such a welcoming space, and they're just so open to yeah. us. And they just want to watch a the show. They just love to enjoy themselves and have fun,
0: and just yeah. really get that. And I think, I think there's, there are certain venues in London that have that sort of family vibe. And mm-hmm. it's a weird. I I I enjoy that, and I think the glory does that quite well as a queer bar itself. Is oh,
1: absolutely. Absolutely.
0: like they they are able to sort of um, merge the like we're going to be a corporate or like we're going to be a professional sort of business and like cater to everyone, but then also there are going to be people within our sort of circle that are going to be mm-hmm. within our family as well. And I yeah. think that's a beautiful thing to have. And you sort of managed to find that at the post bar, and I think that's a beautiful thing. So, congratulations, well done. Yeah. And um, I believe, I can't remember what date I'm doing it, but um, someone is part okay. of the house. It is this Sunday, is it? It's Sunday, best. Okay, so if you listen. <laughs> Okay, great. Uh, uh, I'm uh, to
1: gig on Sunday.
0: So I'm doing <laughs> a, I'm So I'm going to be doing a gig there on Sunday. But so it depends on when you're listening to driving you homo as to like like you can either be listening to it on radio on a Wednesday, which come down to the post bar on a Wednesday on Sunday at is it one thirty p.m.
1: Yeah, one thirty p.m. We start shows. Yeah.
0: So uh, about one thirty on Sunday afternoon, come down to the postpartum. Every is, Sunday Every Sunday. Well, I mean, don't think I'm not going to be there every Sunday now. Like, genuinely. <laughs> like, I've got nothing else in my life. I've got crippling loneliness. I've got anxiety. I've got depression. I've got nothing better to do doll. I've got no consistent gigs. I'm coming to annoy you. Every Sunday, that's my vibe. But, like... You
1: will uh, never annoy <laughs> me, sweetheart. I we mean...
0: We love you. Mm, but, so... Um, so, I'll be there on Sunday. So, if you're listening on... Uh, Riverside Radio, obviously you can come down, um, see me if you're listening on uh, Gorgeous FM um, congratulations uh, but also uh, you'll be listening to this on Sunday around the time I am performing, so maybe just send me a message, it be like, hey doll, how'd you go? Um, and plot twist it'll probably be terrible I've got an idea of a routine I'm thinking about doing, but it's very niche and if I'm doing two numbers I would have to sort of the makeup would be for one number, but not the second number. Does that make sense? Yeah, but babe, you know... I'm trying to think. I, so I, you know, I don't, I don't know, you know what? Okay, so so this is the tea. So you've got a very stock standard drag face, in no shade, no shade. So your no, your yeah, you're, so your face is very malleable. You can like put on a different wig a different outfit and it sort of yeah, it all yeah. blends together no problem whereas my sort of drag vibe that I've been going on during lockdown is I've got lots of characters and lots of aesthetic that like they're very organized looks that are very specific kind of like yeah. what Lucky La does you know Luki La yeah yeah, yeah so I mean oh, I I Okay, let's let's be let's 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 take a moment to recognize the fact that I'm comparing myself and my drag aesthetic to Luki La. Let's just take a moment there to just go like, yeah, Wayne, you drag shambles. Yeah, you're on the same level. You're on the same level as Luki La. Of course you are. Of course you are. What a mess. So like but so like their drag their drag aesthetic is very realised, focused, very Organized specific looks, and it's not a sort of standard drag look, it's a so- heightened version of something else, and um, yeah. that's kind of the vibe that I've been going on. And very different, but very, very less to what Lukey La does, obviously. But um, that's kind of my drag inspiration, I think. I think they inspire me. <gasps> Don't tell them I said that. Oh my god! Oh my god, I,
1: th- I
0: think I'm inspired by Lucky Lard. Can you believe it? They are everything. They are everything. You said so I, you you said you said you had a drag mother in Tottenham Hale. Or you had a like
1: that, I call her my drag mother, but it's my best friend.
0: Do do we have a name or do we not?
1: Yes, Millicent Binks. She's she's fab. She's Ooh. a burlesque performer. Ooh. She's a writer. Um and she has just helped me with makeup because <laughs> I really Still don't
0: know what to do. Oh babe, I can i hey. No you know well, I, I can see you, you I see you put a small amount of effort today and that's that's all we can ask for, really. I mean, you've tried, you've been you've you've done the gigs, you've done and but also that's the tea. That is the full tea. And I think I've said this Alice Rabbit said this a couple of weeks ago on the show, oh. is that makeup can be learned, talent yeah. talent cannot be learned. Like you either have your talent, you have a talent, or you have not, like, so like, mm. you have, like, charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent, yes, you have charisma, 100%, tenfold down, boots, everything, uniqueness, mm-hmm. may- maybe not so much, but nerve, yeah, to wear those outfits, you have some uh-huh. nerve, uh, talent, talent, I mean, to walk on those giraffe legs, I mean, it takes a skill. It takes a skill. <laughs> no, but like, so so. Uh, my joking aside, my shade aside, um, you have the charisma, and I think charisma, especially in sort of performer world, is that you can look a, a busted mess as long as you can sell that, as long as you can sort of yeah, make yourself absolutely. personable. And you've done that to the point where there is... Uh, a venue who's given you a residency whereas there are other people who have maybe a more polished drag quote unquote look um but because they don't have that sort of charisma that you have they don't have the gigs they don't have the gigs no, they don't
1: have the gigs because she just produces them herself that's the thing.
0: no but, and that's thing, t- and i th- i think and this is why I, I like you so much and this is why i think we have a special connection is because we sort of In the world, as queer folk, we we draw outside the lines. We colour outside the lines. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is T, regardless of your... So, as people in the LGBT community, we do that. Then, if you are queer, or anything that's not... I'll use the words mainstream lesbian, gay, bisexual, because they are sort of globally recognized as like oh yeah they're meh but like as soon as you're outside of those sort of bubbles then it's like oh you're a little bit different you're a little bit alternative then you're coloring even further outside the lines but then within those the queer folk like lgbt folk we love a label and we love to like Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. put things through so like a dr- drag performers as well they'll go like oh so you're a so you're a this so you're a this so you're a this and then yeah. they start labeling you so like i for me i've done gigs in east london i've done gigs in uh, west london and south london i've done gigs in soho i've done gigs outside of london uh, but like yeah. it's those situations where people go oh you're a like so you do this or you do this and i think. Like, so, for example, you saw my gig at Stella Marbles. uh, Is it called? It's not Cookie Jar. What's the other one called that she does? Uh, Candy Face. Candy Face. So we're at Candy Face at the Glory. And I think that specific look that I was giving, giving, uh, was more of a standard drag look. But... Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. but, But then in saying that, that's not all I give. So like I'm saying to you, for um, the drag brunch that we do at the postpart, I say we, collective we. Um...
1: The collective energy on it, not just me running it. Yeah, this
0: oh, is what. The- oh, babe, together. I was there yesterday. I know it was not just you running it. That is the you tea. You
1: like a lifesaver, playing that music. We've got all
0: the dolls doing whatever they're doing. Me? So, okay, here's the tea. Here's the tea. Okay, so it was amazing. All the performers were amazing. Everyone was doing great. But also myself and Ocean Jade, who came to support and watch the show, ended up, like, being a part of the show without even realising it. Because, like, we're... uh, Because we're like, oh, we can help you out. We can give you a hand. We're not trying to steal the limelight. We're trying to give, like, extra joy. And it exactly. just sort of, it became like you said, like we said before, it became like a family event and it was camp and also key camp. Yeah, but that's
1: what I love because I don't like that. I will never say like, oh, I've done it all because no, I
0: haven't.
1: Mm. I can't do, I'm one human. And if someone offers to help, believe me, I am going to take it. It's not like, do you know what I mean? Exactly Yesterday It was so helpful to have you there. So I wasn't having to like, you know, do the old fashioned thing, hit the music, Run up, run, the up
0: <laughs> run up with your with your wobbly giraffe legs, just <laughs> just like oh no, I press play, bah! No, the um, like whole thing is giraffes
1: are actually my favourite animal.
0: You're welcome. I'm- you're welcome. <laughs> I complimented you without even realising it. I was throwing shade, please but no. I've got compl- you're welcome. Um, so you know you do realise I'm going to do a full giraffe routine now. Like I'm going to like do the circle oh, of life.
1: Please. <laughs> please please please! i'm here for
0: it you know what i'd be here for you standing next to me as a giraffe and then me being like a warthog or something and just like we do like the lion king kuna matata i don't know it's a thing it's a vibe we'll figure it out we'll figure it out so you know what come to the post bar on sunday and see whatever mess i decide to make it's gonna be whatever it is it's gonna be disgusting but it's gonna be the best kind of disgusting and I'm trying to. I, I don't even know. I don't even know, Viv. <laughs> Speaking of things that I don't know about you as a human, oh my goodness, you have. So not only are you a good uh, man, being able to get the gigs and getting the residencies, but also it's not. When you when you when when you think of drag, we said there were like different sort of bubbles. Yeah. What? But. You don't do just one thing. Like myself, I don't just do one thing. What are some of the skills that you have as a drag performer or a drag artist?
1: Okay, so I think the kind of big one that everyone knows me for is mm. DJ. How did you get into that? Okay, long story short, mm. I'm a dancer. I was injured.
0: Because, yeah, life.
1: Life, right? Yeah. Um, And I was like, right, I, at that point, you have this realisation where you go, right, this ain't going to last forever. Mm -hmm. What can I do? And up until kind of that point, I was performing around town and blah, 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 blah. But then I thought, right, if I can't perform as a dance, like, you know, my my routines can sometimes be really comedical or like full blown twirling around. So I I, like injured myself. I thought, right, what do I want to do? that I could do as a performance sort of thing that no one else in the scene was kind of doing. And way back when I first like discovered drag years ago, yeah. everyone DJ. Everyone DJ, and a drag queen, that was kind of their job was a DJ. Yeah. And I was into music and I was like, you know what? Even if I learned the basics of DJing, mm-hmm. it would be a better dancer, like musically, you know, all these different things. So I learned to DJ, I went to, um camden roundhouse actually in london okay they do,
0: they
1: do, yeah um d do, i don't know what i mean obviously COVID and stuff they yeah. do doing lessons for under under 25 but i'm only 21 so you know
0: great wonderful so I, no camden camden is actually in terms of the boroughs i don't know a lot of it like there are a lot of boroughs that do a lot of great things like so if you're yeah. like um, wandsworth merton lambeth um uh, richmond there, are, I'm just thinking of like South London boroughs, um, that I've done work in, um, that there, there are boroughs in London, and I know they're like Birmingham. Um, I'm just thinking of like because we're yeah. on re- because we're on a couple of platforms. We're on Riverside Radio and we're on Gorgeous FM, and Gorgeous FM is based in the Midlands. And I know I've worked in Birmingham. I know they're amazing, and mm-hmm. um, I know I've worked in the boroughs of Richmond, Wandsworth, Merton, and Lambeth, and so. Um, what I was going to say is that Camden specifically um, yeah I know that they have a lot of good sort of not arts funding but like they have they nurture and look after young folk they yeah there's, I- there's a lot of there's a lot of things that they do and I think I, I was watching a YouTube video the other day and I was talking about how I think it's I wanna say it's Lambeth, but I don't think it is. There's a there's a borough in London where they you can have free swimming. I don't know which one it is. That's amazing. Which is crazy. Like I didn't Bye. know that. Like I live in Islington, so I'm not getting anything for free. Like that's the tea. Like I'm paying I'm paying triple. I'm paying whatever you do, triple that. I'm paying yeah. it. Um yeah. but I think it's. I think you. I, you need to reach out to your councils and you need to ring up, yeah, reach out course. to your boroughs and like do a little bit of research because there are things. So twenty five pounds for a DJ like to learn how to DJ. I oh, know it's literally
1: like it's literally like five pounds a session and you can go in that. It's an in that, It's a drop in and out. And also, what was amazing was that I was going to these sessions. Yeah. And it cost. I think it was like a pound an hour to rent out the space the decks, like the actual setup to be like Stop okay, it. I, No. This so I was then I have loads of friends who are DJs and yeah. I was like
0: oh.
1: Tell me what's this and I through the tutors there I found out you know I've got little like laptop mixer and a little mm-hmm. software they were like okay you wanna try this start off on this but like I but I think the thing is I wanted to DJ. I I like like the reason that I perform it or I dance or do any of that thing is because I like the music. So mm-hmm. music is so important to me. Yeah. And it just felt like a natural progression to go into DJing. And, you know, when I was at dance school, I learned how to do sound and how to do lights. So being a drag queen able to do that helped me then go and do sound and lights for the people's shows and then throw DJing on top of it. Then here we go,
0: Yeah, done. I mean, um, it makes sense. It makes sense. And that's kind of, do you feel, and th- this, is, this is something I live by, do do you do the um say yes to new experiences so like in so like i start so i started as drag you start you okay (laughs) let's let's reverse that i started as a dancer a professional dancer as well then i went into stand-up comedy then i went into burlesque then i went into cabaret then i went into drag then i went into radio presenting as well so like it's Everything is an evolution. And I think everything is a journey. And I think you need to, like, be open to new experiences and go, you know what, I'm going to give this a go. Or things, hurdles, obstacles happen where you go, oh, no, my giraffe legs are a bit wonky now. I can't dance as well as I used to be able to. Now I'm going to have to figure out a new skill that I have. Oh, wait a second. I love music. Plot twist. DJ. I'm trying to DJ right now. I, that that was that was a fail. I tried to I tried to DJ. That. Yeah, I'm trying to use the decks. I'm trying to. Ooh, I'm so cool. Um. <laughs> oh wow, I am a I'm a mess. Um. So you uh. I have, I think one question. Go on. Uh. Well, I have multiple questions, but I have one question. Um. Mm-hmm. Vivian Bam Bam. Bam Bam. What? Sorry, I should ask the question. House of Bam Bam.
1: Yes. What, what about
0: it? Exactly. What about it? Exactly. What about it? So like, who are, they? Who who are, are they? they? What are they? Tell me that. So, okay. First of all, for anyone who is unaware of a house, can you explain the sort of definition of what a house is f- f- from your perspective? And then um, what the House of Bam Bam is and what it means to you. Okay, so the house, or a
1: drag house for me, yeah. it's just a little community. Because yeah. we all, naturally, the world goes around in cliques. It's, it's just a fact. We all yeah. know this house. Um, so for me, I... But so that House of Bam Bam actually just originally, bring it right back to the start, was the name of my first ever club night I made. I didn't have a name and I was like, oh, I want it to sound at like Studio 54 or like, some like- Club
0: 96.
1: Literally. Yeah. And I was like, so I'll just call it the House of Bam Bam. Cause so it was like, it's all about me. I'm going to be like living my superstar fantasy. And I was obsessed with Lady Gaga. I got the name House from Gaga, because she's that, you know, the it, about it? House of Gaga and stuff. So I was like, cool. Then I just wasn't anything. And then people, people then don't know this, but my real life brother and drag sister, Diana Bam Bam.
0: Carry on. Wasn't
1: around. Well, she wasn't around at this point when I first right. put my toes into the scene and th- then, all of a sudden, there was two of us, and they were like people were going, "Oh, that's the house of Bam, Bam," so we were like okay they they now people now know that there's two of us with the name because we're literal rel- like we're related and then it just became a thing of it evolved into you know my best friend bully illusion, does everything with me." And I support her shows and, you know, we do things together and put shows on together. So the House of Bam Bam is just like, in essence, like a events company or like a, that's for like, kind of like work. But in general, we're just like a little family unit. And we all just, like, if one of us, if like, say for example, if, I don't know, Bolly has a show, then if i'm free i'll go and support her and it's like a, it's just like a little support network that we have for each other because it's really tough to navigate on your own
0: i fully the whole, agree
1: the whole point of like queer com- like queerness is like community and you know i think it's so much nicer when you can navigate something mm-hmm. collectively and that, so the house of bam bam then became i like to call it a nightlife collective yeah so we don't we we can you know You can normally assume any event House of Bam Bam is going to be Bully Illusion, Diana Bam Bam and Vivian Bam Bam We're always going to turn up self creation is going to turn up
0: And I I don't know if I'm in the House of Bam Bam So okay, here's the team Because someone said I think someone said last last night When we were at the post bar um, They were like Oh, so are you a part of the House of Bam Bam? And I was like No, I think I'm like Maybe I'm like Adjacent to the house of Bam Bam, maybe I'm in like the garage, garage of Bam Bam. Maybe I'm in the like in the skip of Bam Bam. I don't
1: no, like. No. Maybe I'm at the
0: bus stop of Bam Bam. That's where I'm at, and I'm fine no, with like.
1: I, for me, like, it's just a commu. It's like just a yeah. community, and we welcome everyone. And like, we're all freaking misfits. Exactly. So, I, to me. If you come to my shows, if you're if you, you know, support me and I can support you, where well, you're part of the house. You don't but this is whole like certain houses you have to take the
0: name and I'm mm. like, no. And the, all but what, then okay, here's the tea. If I'm a part of the house of Bam Bam, Right What what part of the house am I a part of? So like am I in the kitchen? Am I in the living space? What part of the house should I be like should i be a part of should i be uh ha- wayne carter maybe is in the living space but Laya Bell is in the bathroom vomiting and like oh, Laya Bell will f-
1: always be in the bathroom honey that's if the, she, tea. In the bathroom, she ain't in the house
0: okay exactly that's the team you know I mean? uh so okay let's okay before we go because i was gonna i was gonna start talking about the news but i do have a genuine question about diana tell me yeah. diana bam bam beautiful yeah. human gorgeous drag etc when... um how so your biological brother, brother. Yeah. um decided hey i'm gonna do drag as well because they saw yeah. you doing it or so- what's the journey there
1: we are like we're basically like twins we our entire lives we've done everything
0: together
1: mm-hmm. mostly. <laughs> <sighs> um so I was obvious I've when I first moved to London I would say I was going to like parties and I would have said my look was more club. It was very, very experimental. Yeah. You know, everyone was to that phase and they're wearing bin bags and they're like just trying to construct outfits.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I would like kind of do that and she would she was also kind of doing the same sort of thing when she moved down to London so we've always just I don't know it was just natural that we'd end up doing it together and it's also mm-hmm. it's like we are we can finish each other's sentences we, we can just look at each other and know that yeah that's it yeah and when it, it's especially like you know it's like running an event yeah you have to you have to really be on the same page as that
0: person and for us it's just we're on the same page so and that's what happened last night at at the post bar when we had the the brunch when um ocean jade and myself we weren't specifically a part of the gig but then like we were on the same wavelength as someone else and like we can help you out we can like give a leg up so i i I think that's a testament to any good community or family or drag house or just any grouping of like-minded yeah. like minded creatives.
1: You know, that's like half when I'm doing an event, that's half my job. If I can get the right people with on the mm. same page and they know what's going on. Yeah.
0: It's like success. Win, win. Speaking of wins, let's let's slide on to the news because this is a uh, entertainment slash news show. Oh, my God. Um <laughs> and there's I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a couple of news articles that have happened. In the, okay. uh, in, the, in, the, in the most recent of times. Um, so, first of all, are you single or taken? Before we ask the first question. Literally so single. Okay, so if you're desperate and lonely, I mean, message me first. <laughs> message, me ah. fir- message me first. Message me first. But also, um, so Sam Smith. Singer, they were. Uh, they decided to download Hinge, and Hinge then went, "Oh no, you're trying to catfish Sam Smith. We're gonna uh-huh. block. We're gonna block your account." So they were not able to go on a Hinge as themselves because they they were Hinge assumed that they were being a catfish, and so Sam Smith was like. Like, I just want to find someone to date. Um, <laughs> have you what? What? Uh, how is that like? Okay, my question is Do you like Sam Smith? Yes, I'm in, I'm indifferent to them. I, I, I think don't, they are gorgeous and they are so <sighs> talented. That, I'm sorry, that voice, they are incredible. Yeah, I don't know. There's something about them that just. I love I love them, but then also I'm like, ugh, you know there's you know those people that you like. There's something about you that I can't I can't verbalize why I I don't hate them. God goodness, I don't like. There is no way I, I think they're a beautiful creature, and I think what they do is phenomenal, especially for like um, gender non-binary and like you um, know like inclusion into the mainstream in terms of that. And their singing is beautiful as well. But like. There's just that, you know, when someone, so like, um, use an example, um, Diana Bam Bam. I think there are, I think there are shambles of a human, you know, but like, can I verbalize how there are shambles? No, I can't. Similar vibe to Sam Smith. I know that they're great, but like, I don't know why I don't like them, but I don't like them as much as like other people. But I feel bad, I feel bad for them. They want to find love. And like, I'm how beautiful and beautiful. how do you find love in this in this global pandemic, when we're supposed to be supposed, supposed to social distance, like keep two meters away from each other?
1: I mean, I don't even need to do that. Most people do stay two meters.
0: I mean, to be fair, life. you smell disgusting. So I mean, I'm that's <laughs> no. But like, like how? Okay, I mean, outside of a global pandemic, how do you find the gentleman callers? How are the, how, how how do you find men? How do you find people to date? I mean, I may have used Instagram
1: a few times. You so,
0: so Okay, so social media. But, like, I'm, outside I'm, of that, I, I'm...
1: i don't even ask at bars anymore. Like, I love... You know,
0: don't you love it when a guy's like, and yeah, you're like, okay, ah! ooh, you might be in my basement. Um, no, but so, like, the tea is, I'm, I'm a queer of an age, I'm a gay of an age where... I was sort of on the cusp of, like, flirting with people in bars. But then social media came into play sort of as I was coming up. And then that flirtation at bars sort of started to disappear. And I don't think... do you, Would you agree in saying that it's the sort of... What's the, what's the word? Cruising. Going out looking for trade or looking for for a beautiful piece of gentleman caller or lady, depending on your preference, or them, uh, that has sort of disappeared because there are so many applications, like Grindr, Tinder, yeah. Hinge, Instagram even, where you could slide into the DMs and be like, hey, you beautiful human, I want to flirt yep. with you. And... Uh, I've actually... I you're saying this, because
1: I've had a situation on that before where
0: I was on an app... Uh-huh.
1: I then saw said person. Yeah. I then approached said person, being like, Hey, how are you? They then tried to to make out like, that they didn't know who I was. Oh, I can't even with that. Jump forward a couple of hours, guess who's uh, messaging and I'm like, Oh no, no, no I'm like, but you're in a like it's almost like take out of the kind of app. They so don't know how to hold a conversation. And there
0: is, I I mean, there are lots of people in this world. So like I, working on Driving New Homo, I've been able, I've been quite blessed and I've been able to uh, interview many people in the world. Um, but also I've reached out to many people, especially on social media, because I'm like, hey, you have a large following. You might be interested in like sharing your stories on, on you know, on, a, on multiple platforms. And there are a lot... I'm going to use Instagram because I think Instagram is probably the worst for it Um, in terms Uh, of like very conventionally attractive folk who have large followings on Instagram and they're great. I'm sure they're lovely people, but the interactions I've had with them to like go, hey, would you be interested? Like, you've got a large following. You're a dancer, a musician, a model, a blah, blah. List, 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 list. Would you be interested in coming on the show? And they're like, oh, I don't know, am I good? I do... And maybe they, maybe they have multiple reasons why they might not want to do it. But like, I just think, oh, is it just because you're just, is your sort of your brand is you looking pretty? Is that all you have? And if that is all you have, great. Like your beauty is beautiful, yeah, I but I like
1: mind blowing. And it's also
0: jumping back to what we said earlier. Yeah, I always just say yes to everything. I mean, that's the tea. That's the tea. Like, it got
1: me, got me places by just saying yes. Exactly. Be
0: to that. Yeah. So, and that's how, that's how we got you on Driving You Homo. You had literally nothing better to do. And you were like, oh yeah, I guess I might as well. We were just, no, I've been
1: completely
0: for a while. Why are you going to interview Why are you going to interview me? <laughs> the I'm amount of t- sure. v- Viv, okay, that's the tea. There are so many people in, in our sort of creative sphere that have gone like why haven't you invited me on driving you home eh?" and i was like most people in my world in my life if i physically met you and you're a creative open invitation to you slide into my dms more than likely i will say yes it's just about scheduling that's the only like that's the only thing but like so many people are just like so I, I I feel I feel for Sam Smith in this moment going back to like the Kim situation I feel for them because they want to date someone they want to like they want to find someone to, or maybe even just a hookup they just they want to find someone to like you know so there's that team do you know Ashley Graham she's a supermodel and she was on America's Next Top Model in one of the later ones she's a curvier supermodel okay Is She and I- well. She may well be. She's definitely done America's Exile Model. She was, like, either the guest judge or, like, a host or something. And okay. she's plus size. And uh, okay. she's got the curse and swears, like myself. And, you know, she's all about that journey. She posted on social media a picture of herself, uh, scantily clad, as you do. Like, tasteful tasteful nude where nothing was showing except for, yeah. like, the curse and swears. And she... uh, uh used the caption uh as in naked big girl and you know a waving hand she went oh i'm a big girl and and the internet just sort of exploded with like you're not fat so like people who are um all about body confidence and body positivity have some there are some in the community that have gone i can't believe you think you're fat now i have feelings about this Okay, but do you? um, What's your? When it comes to body image, because I I think of when I saw this post, I instantly thought of specifically gay men. Gay men are the worst when it comes to body image. Have you had? Have you had issues? Because like I was joking, I was throwing shade about your like giraffe legs. But like, have you had um, any shade thrown your direction because you're? A little bit more slender than other people or taller than other people or, or do you feel it's not about,
1: like body image no personality yes right
0: that's a different and, topic oh okay so i is it because you're i don't want to say femme presenting is no, it?
1: i yeah, absolutely yeah? I am I, yeah i would say identify kind of identify more as being like androgynous yeah I'm, I'm like more androgynous sort of feminine and yeah. you know like i've had issues with people in the past being like oh you're really you you you've got such a great personality fun but you just look a bit too feminine can you tone it down i'm like ah i'm leaving thank you yeah
0: bye and and that's my thing is like you either have me at 100 or like you don't get me at all and like when i'm on social media like all of my dating apps have a picture of me on drag like that's the tea. Like, if, if you want to get into a relationship with this, you need to know from the jump that I am this and kind of messy.
1: I, I, they're like, oh, you're really dramatic because you're a, a drag performer. I'm like, what? Because you've watched certain programs that you yeah. think is all drama. No, most
0: of us are actually really chill and really normal. Exactly. I mean, that's the tea. Speaking of chill, there is a country in the world that is not the UK. Okay. There's a country in the world that is not the UK. The UK was, okay, there's a, there's a country where the government has the most queer representation, the most LGBT representation. Ah. It, it used to be the UK up until recently, okay? So, the UK, um, I, I'll, I'll get the numbers now quickly. So, the UK has 45 openly gay members in 650 member house of, uh, in, a, in the 650 member house of Commons so that's mm-hmm. uh, roughly 7% which 45 out of 650 I don't know if I like that number could it could be it could be a little bit higher for my liking but, but
1: we still have subs, but, so we can
0: at least and that. that's the T there's still representation so I'm happy with that but it should be I think a little bit higher but Absolutely. in terms of in terms of uh, the amount of people per capita so the amount of population there is another country that is just recently had an election and has sort of stolen the crown in terms of the UK's uh, queer representation. Do you want to hazard a guess at what country has just stolen the crown from the UK?
1: Oh, OK. Um, I'm thinking of, like, really liberal countries.
0: It's quite a liberal country, I would think,
1: yeah. I'm going to say Holland.
0: Oh, that. I mean they are they are a liberal country it's not Holland.
1: Oh, I love Holland I
0: live for Holland I lived in I lived in the Netherlands for a while I live I live oh. I live so but it's not it's not Europe one more oh. one more clue one more
1: one more guess uh, it's not Europe okay
0: Australia. very close in that it's okay. New Zealand So Jacinda Ardern, Prime Minister of New Zealand, has just been re-elected. Congratulations. Well done, Jacinda. You deserve it. Um, But uh, yeah, so they've got, uh, I think it was 11. Yeah, they've got 11 LGBTQIA um, plus community uh, members of parliament within their Uh governments, um, which is 11 out of 120, which I think works out to about 9% from memory. Um, so UK has 7%, uh, New Zealand has 9%, so that's still good, but But also I think there are places like um, New Zealand seems to be getting things done right. I think at the moment currently in history, I think from my perspective, from an outsider's perspective, they seem to be ticking boxes, so well done. Um, Just into Arden and the um, the New Zealand House of Members of Parliament and all that jazz. Um, Vivian, yes, dear. I've, I've got some terrible news. Oh goodness! I oh, no. I mean, yes, your face is still there. It's still visible. Oh. That is the first terrible news. I've got a My second. Goodness. I've got a, <laughs> I've got a second terrible news. We've run out of time. Viv,
1: what do you mean we're having
0: such a go kiki I know I asked I had so many questions in my head and then we just started like verbally abusing each other and now here we are at the end of the show great okay so Viv Viv, if anyone wants to see you if anyone wants to follow you on social media where can they get you at
1: you can find me at Vivian Bam Bam that's B-I-V-I-A-N
0: B-A-M-B-A-M Cute. And if they want to see you in the flesh, where can they see you?
1: Um, every Sunday at the post bar in uh, Tottenham Seven Sisters. We're there every Sunday for brunch.
0: Camp. And um,
1: yeah, just stay tuned to my socials. You'll find me. You'll probably
0: find me in the bin, to be honest. I mean, that's true. And and, yeah. that, and that's how we're going to leave it. That was driving <laughs> you homo. The radio show, podcast, YouTube extravaganza. We just. Where you can find Vivian Bam Bam in the bin. If you've liked the show, please like, favourite, comment, rate and subscribe it. Please share it with your friends. If you do love queer content, please uh, promote us as much as you can. Because we like to share our content. Um, Again, if you want to follow myself, you can follow me at one Carter. You can follow Driving E-Homo at Driving E-Homo. You can follow Vivian Bam Bam at Vivian Bam Bam. And you can find her at the Postbox every Sunday for her drag brunch. I'll see you there. Bye. Say bye, Viv. Bye.